Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is Arisha and I will be the moderator for today's podcast. So, this will be our second episode of Technology Podcast. As we all know, TechBot aims to provide exposure, raise awareness and shed a new light to students on a different perspective of many fields related to technology. For this episode, our topic will be about life as a technology stream student. Present here today with us are two students that are currently studying abroad and taking technology stream program for their studies. The invited speaker for this podcast is Mr. Arif Firdaus, the data science student who currently studies at Hanyang University, Seoul, South Korea. Mr. Firdaus, can you introduce a little bit about yourself to our audience? Okay, um, you can just call me Firdaus. Okay, uh, as, pre- as previously mentioned, currently I'm studying data science at Hanyang University and also I will be spending four years at South Korea and maybe do an internship at here. I see. Alright, thank you Mr. Firdaus. And together with us today too is Mr. Azmir Roslan, a computer science student who currently studies at University of Bristol, United Kingdom. Mr. Azmir, can you introduce yourself? So, hi, uh, my name is uh, Mohamed Azmil. You can call me Azmil. Uh, I'm currently studying in the University of Bristol, taking MEng Computer Science. Uh, so, I'll be spending same four years uh, here in the UK. Um, yeah, so. Alright, cool. Now, I believe our audience have been waiting and excited to hear about the topic that we are going to discuss today. My first question will be, is technology stream was your first choice for your studies and why? Can we hear we hear it from Mr. Firdaus? Yes, the technology stream was my first choice. And what makes me interested in technology is technology makes the world better. For instance, like most of us know, um, Grab company disrupt the conventional taxi industry by creating a simplified on-demand e-hailing app. And also, a company from US, uh, Tesla, became successful because of its innovation in electric cars and fully autonomous self-driving ability. Furthermore, technology stream-based work has a high demand and are also rewarding. Um, especially during this COVID era, technology has played an important role in every aspect. I also wanted to highlight that skills are also transferable and applicable to all industry because companies adopt the same set of language but surely they still vary. Uh, for example, we can say for front-end web development, people will always use HTML, CSS, and JS as the foundation, but it will still be very as some companies might use JavaScript, JSX, or different libraries. Moreover, in order for other industries to gain a competitive edge, they need to adopt new technology. For example, IoT has a wide range of applications from agriculture to the factory. Besides that, there are also tons of practical opportunities. We have multiple coding competition, makers competition, and also online learning from example Udemy to attain additional certificates to further enhance our portfolio. I see. It's interesting that you observe technology as whole and taking into account about the real-life example as what we call as the big why on making technology stream as your first choice for your studies. Um, how about you, Azmil? Is technology stream was the first choice for your studies as well? 
Um, yes, it was my first choice. Uh, initially, I was quite skeptical uh, because uh, in the beginning, I planned to continue with mechanical engineering, but I did my research and to summarize it, uh, I can say computing is the future. The, the job prospect is wide, the pay is better. <laughs> so I applied for computer science at uh, here, University of Bristol, UK, and here I am now. Um, and I've never learned how to code and heard any of uh, all these computer science terms and concepts because um, I, I came from MRSM, so I took physics, chemistry uh, since IGCSE, SDM, and even my A-level, so I thought it would be interesting to learn new things, I guess. I see, yeah, from what we see right now, currently the industry are demanding for those who have strong background in technology to be hired as their employee. It is great to see what um, that you like to explore new things, especially about tech matters. And yeah, as we know that new things opens new possibilities for us in life. All right, moving on, can you describe your learning experience, how it is different from our country, Malaysia? Mr. Firdaus? First of all, um, I learned both Python and C during my first semester and also the fundamentals of data science. It was fast-paced, well-structured, detailed and lots of practice. But what differentiates here in our country is the emphasis on the thought process. Um, logical and rational is much more important than programming itself. In Korea, uh, the university also uses relative grading rather than absolute grading. So actually this really promotes competition right here. Lecturers here also have multiple work experience and communicate well with students like my data science lecturer. Uh, he has a PhD in data science and also a vast experience in the healthcare data science industry. We also have a career development subject that solely created to assist us and educate us to create a career path and expose us to industrial revolution 4.0, AI, 3D printing and IoT possibilities. This further enhances our technical literacy and the opportunities that lies ahead. Wow, I see that in Korea, they are emphasizing on ensuring students have the early picture about their career roadmap upon their graduation later on from the career development subject as in Malaysia, the students must have their own self-initiative to explore and join career development programs because career development subject not included in our main syllabus. Now, we know how technology students in Korea undergo their courses. I believe our audience would like to know how about in Bristol, Azmin? So, um, my first year as a computer science student is definitely not easy. Uh, one interesting thing is I'm the only Malaysian in my course in my first year uh, in my university, so the struggle is real. Uh, like I said earlier, I have zero knowledge of everything, anything related to computer science that includes coding. The only thing I could do well uh, in my first year was maths and it was not that easy because, well, uh, if when you have reached this level, everything is not easy, right? So, um, but uh, the lecturers and the TAs uh, helped me a lot and uh, my personal tutor or if you're from MRSM, people call, call it Cikgu Homeroom. 
he personally taught me how to code properly. Like uh, Frida said earlier, um, the logical and the rational is much more important than the programming itself, the way you think. Um, so um, uh, about how different studying here is compared to Malaysia, uh, I can't really tell, but uh, I have a close friend studying computer science in Malaysia. Uh, he told me uh, he had to take uh, an English module, history module, um, which is quite unnecessary if you ask me. You can ask everyone studying abroad. Uh, there's no such thing as uh, taking modules that are not related to uh, one's course. Other than that, I think uh, studying here is much more flexible. Uh, if you have any problems, personal issues, you can just tell the lecturers no lengthy explanations needed. Um, I told my friends about it and they, they were quite jealous about it. Uh, other than that, uh, I think it's quite similar to Malaysia. Yeah, what you mentioned just now about the module is true here in Malaysia, but maybe Malaysia education tried to make the syllabus more flexible and more comprehensive, I guess from the additional module that's been added, but nevertheless, it's still important to be focusing more on your core subject, really as the core subject resembles what the technology course is all about. Next, um, Mr. Firdaus, what is your point of view on the importance of technology stream nowadays? Um, mainly, it is important to accelerate other industries like healthcare to further improve our healthcare system. For example, um, this is from what I learned from my main course, AI and data science can help to diagnose patients. Furthermore, it could help reduce the errors produced by humans. Technology um, obviously has also helped us to expand our communication horizon. For instance, uh, information can be easily accessed through the internet and nowadays, we can also interact with surrounding physical devices through IoT like the smart lighting. Okay, generally, new technology has been the foundation of today's innovation. And without innovations, society could become underdeveloped and more and more companies demands manpower equipped with new technical knowledge. Thank you, Firdos, for the point of view given about the importance of technology stream nowadays. I totally agree with you that the absence of innovations will greatly affect the society, cause the society to become underdeveloped. As we know that technology is currently evolving as we speak today and the companies are requiring people that have the technical knowledge to support manpower needed in satisfying the requirement of the stakeholders. What do you think, Azmil, on this issue? Super important, I must say. Uh, like uh, Frida said, IR 4.0 and AI is the future. Most of the tech that we use daily are automated and some of them even have built-in AI. Um, technology has been uh, has become an essential part of our daily lives without most of us uh, with most of us using some form of technology, whether it is our smartphone or laptop on a daily basis. Uh, there's no doubt that our dependency on technology is only going to grow in the years to come. Uh, new ideas and innovation are integral for the survival and sustainable de uh, development of uh, societies. Um, and investment in technologies 
contribute to the development, cultivation and renewal of knowledge and skills. This will pave the way to solve complex problems and change the way people live uh, their lives across the world. Thank you, Azmil, for your point of view. About that, yeah, human or Earth are really dependent on technology as a part of our life, really. As technology makes our life better and truly those innovations are needed in order to ensure it can be sustainable in a long period of time. As more advanced the technology will be, the more dependent will be on the use of it. After discussing on this hot technology topic, Mr. Firdaus, can you give some advice and tips to the young students in pursuing their next education path? Um, firstly, uh, spend time to lay out your career development path. Create and pick the best one. There are multiple study options and courses. Do lots of research because there are pros and cons of those options. Uh, for example, you might need to do language preparation if you are studying overseas, then you can proceed with a degree. Uh, same as me, I need to spend one year and six months at UniKL first to prepare for Korean language. Other than that, try to pick a target company and target career so that you are aware what are the requirements that you need to fulfill. Seek advice from people within the industry because this could be really beneficial and also help to expand your network. And finally, try to prioritize your patient over other things. And you can also try to do a career test so that you can explore what are your possible career interests. Yes, I agree with you. Getting to know about our layout of our career development path is important as it enlightens us in choosing the right education path later on. Although it seems too early to decide about matters on our career in such a young age, but as what they say, early bird gets the warm. How about you, Azmil? Um, simple. Do your research. Ask around. At this stage, there's no more playing around. Okay, uh, it's kind of cringy, but it is the reality. Things are about to get real. Um, I have a lot of friends, including me, who did not take the right course for them. Um, you know, passion, like Fido said. Uh, know what you like uh, to do and what you want to do. Uh, like, uh, for example, say you're good at maths. Doesn't mean you will do well if you take actual science or computer science. If you uh, know how to code, doesn't mean you uh, you will do well in computer science. Uh, research what modules you will be studying. Uh, and you need to remember, there's no course. Uh, no course is better than others. The best course is always the one that you can enjoy studying um, and uh, please uh, to the SPM leavers during your free time please learn how to code just the basics at least <laughs> because uh, not just engineers or computer science students need to learn how to code need to know how to code because I have friends studying uh, actual science uh, taking degree in accounting and even politics they need to know how to code so, yeah, other than researching on what you want to study, uh, learn how to code <laughs> to prepare yourself uh, in uni. So, tak merangkak lagi. Okay. Alright, thank you Azmil for the beneficial tips and advice. Well, I think that is no difference as well here in Malaysia as the lecturers themselves already expect us to learn the basics of coding when we enter the class. 
So if we do not learn the basics, we will find it quite hard to catch up with the lessons given by the lecturers. And yes, do research early because it really helps us to properly decide our education path later on. Alright, before we end this podcast, one last question from me. As a technology student, do you think that pursuing technology course is challenging and why? Um, generally, it is quite challenging and it is due to the continuous development of computer science. A new framework, library and language are always under development to further enhance the current one. So we need to allocate more time to continuously, continuously update our skills. Otherwise, we will become stagnant and get left behind in the competition. Other than that, um, business knowledge and soft skills like leadership are also important. In my data science subject, my lecturer also taught me about the importance of having, having business knowledge. Because if we are not able to understand how business works, we will not be able to understand what are the customer's requirements and actual problem. Thus, uh, fail to create a product and you won't be trusted to create products from the ground up or even lead teams. I see. In my course as well, where the lecturers love to remind us to always keep on updated on the current framework, library and language. Um, how about you, Azmi? Uh, yes, it's hard, to be honest. Uh, specifically um, for uh, my course, you know, uh, sometimes the way you think it's not the same as classic engineering because uh, like Fidel said earlier, the logic sometimes doesn't make sense at all. Uh, it's like K-bite on drugs. <laughs> uh, well, uh, studying tech isn't always just about things that already exist. It is also about improvising the tech that already exists, uh, innovation, people say. Um, you know, uh, and when it comes to coding, uh, like I've said earlier, uh, sometimes you have the idea in the brain, in your brain, but you just can't uh, translate it to code. So, but you will have to practice a lot. Google for answers. Uh, you can ask every engineering students about Stack Overflow. It is such a blessing um, because most of the time there are solutions. But anyways, uh, I've just finished my first year, so I can't say how much uh, uh, I can't say much about how challenging it is because normally your first year is the easiest part of your degree. So um, we'll see. Totally understood. The key here is what when we start on something, do seek help, regardless of by Google or yes, Tech Overflow. This severe for the tech students, especially during this online learning. And also on GitHub as well, you can find open source code from the other developers, programmers that may help you in your assignments, projects, and etc. Okay, to conclude the topic for this episode is that make sure to plan early on everything that we do in life. That same goes to in choosing technology stream for your studies. What is technology stream is all about? Students, ask yourself. What are the things that you will going to learn later on? What are you? What are your expectations upon taking tech stream? How it will help you in the future? And um, the list goes on. I hope that the audience of our podcast for this episode can get clearer insights about technology stream from the perspective as a student like me, myself, 
I personally motivated hearing the answers from both speakers just now. As we shared the same plate, that means we together took the tech stream courses as well in our studies. So it's interesting to get to know of our similarities and differences in the things that we pursue in our studies. Before we end our podcast episode 2, we will be having a weekly quiz for every podcast. Our question for this episode will be, first, what is the real-life example that Firdaus gave about technology that makes the world better? Second, state the importance of technology stream nowadays. Third, which are the differences about the learning experience of our country that stated by both speakers? Next, for SPM leavers, how to get prepared for the next education path? And lastly, how challenging is technology course according to both speakers? So, um, I would like to invite speakers to give their last words. Mr. Firdaus, any last word from you? Um, I, I just wanted to say one thing for the SPM leavers. Um, try to choose the right course or else you will suffer later. And good luck for your future journey. And also, thank you for inviting me to the podcast. All right, welcome. All right, thank you, Mr. Firdaus. Any last word from you, Mr. Azmil? Um, same as me. Um, just do your research because um, I must say, technology stream is not for everyone. Uh, if you really want to do it, uh, make sure you prepare and just choose the right course, I must say. You can ask anyone and they will say this um, and thanks for inviting me too Alright So upon that, I would like to express my gratitude and thank you so much to Mr. Firdaus and Mr. Azmil that willing to be with us in our podcast today and all the best in your studies So, it's a wrap for now See you all at the next podcast session with more delightful topics Bye-bye